Preeti Chipper. And I'm Jen Northington. And this is Tar Valen or Bust, a Wheel of Time podcast. Matt had not learned the lesson that he had. Try to run away and the pattern pulled you back, often roughly. Run in the direction the wheel wove you and sometimes you could manage a little control over your life. Sometimes. Oh, buddy. <laughs> oh, Rand. Oh, Rand. Uh, so we are rereading the books in honor of the TV show adaptations release, talking about our favorite and not so favorite moments and digging into all things Wheel of Time. And today we're talking the fires of heaven chapters 45 through 50, even though it felt like a hundred chapters. <laughs> it's a slog. It's a there- slog. <laughs> It started out strong-ish. Yeah. yeah. And then it dips. And then it ends on on some more, maybe. Okay, we'll see. <laughs> Jen made a face. I'm making a face. <laughs> making a face. And it's so funny because we were so like, God, how could we stop reading at the end yeah. of the last one? You know, because it Turns ends out. just like <laughs> when Rand like passes out. Yeah. Um, so like we know we don't have any housekeeping no, stuff or like whatever. So let's just get right into it. Mm, let's do it. <laughs> so yeah, this is so one of the reasons that I was like, oh, what a rough place to pause last time was because Matt had like just <gasps> encountered Cooladine's band and they had this mm-hmm. whole plan about how they were gonna make him think that Rand was with him. And then like, then we switched to Rand and you're like, okay, this is hours later, I guess. Like, I'm not sure what's happening here, but they're all like telling Rand you went. And so I was like, well, what happened with Matt and Kooladine? And in chapter 45, we find out, but it's all like post, we don't get the battle sequence. I was okay with that. Mm-hmm. Like I was okay because we've seen, you remember last time I was talking about how Kooladine is like a, a mid-level boss who just gotten too fair, strong. Fair. This felt like Jordan sort of acknowledging it yeah. by being like, this is how unimportant he is, actually <laughs> is. Like, we, I know we've spent we've too spent much time on him. 6,000 years talking about him. But, <laughs> but guess what? He's dead now. It's he's fine. He's dead now. It's fine. <laughs> it, it almost feels like Kooladine like got away from Jordan a little bit while he was writing and this is a little bit of a course correction yeah that's fair I mean it was still a good section so we're with Matt we're post Mm -hmm. battle he has taken a bunch of wounds and is uh you know recovering a little bit but also he's like steaming mad he's about so how cranky. he's so mad about like, how he's like won a battle he's so pissed off about winning battles yeah it's so funny he's like <laughs> at the bottom of this first page it's like a fine bloody to do <laughs> so he's like mad. everything sucks i can't get comfortable i don't want to get drunk this blows <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so everybody's celebrating and like the Terrans and the Carrianon and the Aiel are all getting along and they're like dancing and teaching each other songs and Matt's just like in a corner pissed off about it. But there's also like something unsettling, right? There's there's this, he's looking at all of this and he's he's kind of taking in all the action around him. And there's this line um, where he's talking about literally watching the types of dances they're doing. And then mm-hmm. he says for another circle of onlookers near, near a 10 foot pole stuck in the ground, Matt hastily averted his eyes. Mm-hmm. And we'll find out in a minute what that is, but in the middle of this long paragraph, mm. 
to put that, I was like, did I miss something? <laughs> like, what? I guessed immediately what it was. I did not. Yeah. And I was like, because I was thinking of like the maypole. I was like, what's going on? Why is there a sinister maypole situation? I'm very confused. <laughs> no, I pretty much guessed immediately. I and there's, not. we get a lot of Jack of the Shadows in this chapter too, yes. which is, I guess, significant. I don't know. I mean, we have um, more verses and yeah. Matt is like teaching everybody how to sing the song I guess when he was getting stitched up by Jared (laughs) yeah and then Melindra comes over and is like oh what's up and he's like listen I can explain everything (laughs) well well really quickly I think we have to talk about Matt because Matt's whole goal of course yes was leaving and it was a big deal that he didn't have those like the like Mm. compulsion to stay Mm -hmm. but and so he has this moment where he's like right back where I started (laughs) yes like this is absurd like he doesn't sort of it's it's just another sort of facet of how this like Taveran thing is working Mm -hmm. or like working against him rather to tie back into your the quote you chose for brand um is Matt just sort of like not being able to like do what he wants. And so he's like, I'm leaving. I'm going to leave right, right. now. I'm saddle tips and I'm going to go. And right. then, Melinda right. And then Melinda up. shows up and he like is thinking that she's going to be mad at him, but she hasn't even noticed that he like tried Which to is leave. Amazing. It's amazing. She's just like, no, no, you don't have to explain anything. Like, obviously you would go out and seek glory. And he's like, right. That's totally what I was doing. Was yeah, totally, 100%. totally seeking glory. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the meantime, he's like thinking about how he was actually trying not to fight Kooladine, but then he ended up fighting him anyway. And yeah. it is, as you say, it's like very clear that the pattern is like, so this is what Matt's doing now. Matt doesn't really have much of a choice about mm-hmm. it. So I did like the little bit of description we got of the fight between Kooladine and Matt. Yes. Because again, like even post-action, Jordan is very good at it. So he, he is. And it's Matt sort of considering not only that is the action good, but we've gotten used to like Matt. The the only thing I wish we had seen this fight for, and I understand the reasons why we didn't see it. But the only reason I would have liked to have seen it is that Matt sort of is like, I'm good with the quarter staff, but Kooladine was born with the spear, right? Yeah. And so it was probably like a really kick-ass fight, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Well, that's so, why I'm a little bummed to miss the I know. full description, but- I, I agree with you. I understand why, because mm-hmm. it's putting too much importance yes. on Kooladine uh, for a character who had too much to begin with. Mm-hmm. And I also like sort of like Matt killed him and he only like, he's blaming Kooladine entirely. Like he was like, right. I didn't come for you. I wasn't trying to do this. Right. And someone else, he was like, I don't even know who cut off the head because mm-hmm. the head is obviously at the top right. of that pole. Yeah. He's not happy about it. He doesn't feel Mm-mm. good about it. He's just tired and yeah, frustrated. So frustrated. And then this is amazing. This is like, like sketch comedy here. We get, (laughs) we get a couple of people. uh, Sorry. First. No, wait, is it Melindra who tells him first that the delegation came? No, no. It's Talmains. Talmains comes over and is like, there's a delegation to the, to the (laughs) Lord dragon. And Matt's like, cool story, bro. Like, all right. Yeah. And (laughs) (laughs) That's sort of like a human ellipsis in this yes, scene. Yes. 
And then Elysian is the other guy and they're clearly competing with each other. And they're like, well, it matters because like, we want to be in the delegation. Matt's like, okay, be in the delegation. They're like, no, no, you have to be, you killed Coolity. Like you have to be there. It's you won us that right. And Matt's like, oh, and they're like fighting like the yeah. Carrion and the Terry. My like, groom will get your horse yes. ready. No, my groom will get your horse ready. <laughs> they're like, you're our general. It's like, I am not, I'm not, I swear. Oh, it's really there. I almost did the quote from this paragraph that starts. Matt was not sure whether to laugh hysterically yeah. or sit down and cry. I was like, this oh, buddy, sort of like, buddy, in a nutshell, why I identify so heavily mm-hmm. with Matt. Right. He's it's great, though, because you're watching this and he's so reluctant and he's so frustrated. But through that sort of reluctance, mm-hmm. he pushes these two who are like at each other's like heels and, and try and nipping at each other to sort of be like, wait, we but we both really like following you, <laughs> but like, we're both sort of like with you though. Right. right and they, right. they start to find this like strange common ground a little bit. Mm-hmm. And yet it's, this is where you're watching Matt be the Taverin, right? Yes. Like yes. how he, we hear all the time, like Rand bends people like this is Matt mm-hmm. doing it right Absolutely. here. And it's, it's really fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we find out that Matt has now got his own verse of Jack of the Shadows. Okay. That they've I written have, a verse about Matt. I have a note for you. Okay. Specifically that you will enjoy because <laughs> Matt in this moment reminded me so much of Phaedra when Phaedra's oh boys. Oh my God. Phaedra's boys. Thing. Yes. You're right. And because she'll start. Song. <laughs> and she's like, like Matt and Phaedra to me in this moment are oh, like man. the same person. <laughs> You're so right. You're so right. That's a, it's awesome. That's an excellent spot. <laughs> and he's like sort of like thinking he has his own verse, but he's also sort of thinking like Matt, as usual, he's like hearing Kooladeen's um, voice basically being like, you might have killed me, but look at what you did mm-hmm. by taking action, by participating. You're in it. You mm-hmm. are in this. Yeah. yeah. It's it's I honestly, this is the as far as I'm concerned, this is the best part of these chapters. There's one other part that I really liked, but mostly this was the best. This was the highlight I, of it these was chapters an, for me. It was <laughs> an excellent entry. There was also a line about his memories that I can't remember now, but it's he basically was like trying. And I think it's him and not Rand. Mm. I think it's Matt. I'm pretty sure where Matt is like, remember, he's like thinking about how he was leading these and like if he concentrated, he could figure out Mm. which memory was from someone else and which was his. Mm. Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to maintain sort of an understanding of the difference between Matt and Rand's. Right, in terms of memory. And access to Other people living in their heads, kind of. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Um, Yeah, so then we switched to Rand. Yes. Who is this section? This is a good section too. I mean, it's not as good as the Matt section, but it's good. I don't know. The Avian and Rand (laughs) stuff is like A plus. You do love it. You do love it. I like it too. Um, But yeah, so he's like naked under a blanket and he's been healed and Avian is sitting there waiting for him to wake up. So basically she can yell at him. Yeah, this is of course like, I'm like, okay, we get it. Mm -hmm. We get it, Robert Jordan. Yeah, yep, yep. And so, as yeah. Modian there's like there to like cut into her anger to be like, it's not that bad though. Right. <laughs> right. Which can we talk a little bit about Asmodi in this section? Cause he is not being subtle. I was like, 
yeah, I agree. I was really con- confused about how he's talking in front of Avienda. Right. Like she's like, right there. He's not what stupid. He's like, like he, but- he says, <laughs> I did what I could for you. My life right? and fortune are tied to yours, but my talents lie elsewhere than healing. You understand? Like he's talking about using the power. In front of Avienda. And like all these stuff about like strength and the power is yeah. useless if the body is exhausted. Satan can easily kill if the body is oh, exhausted. Or, or so, so I've heard. heard. Yeah, you're like, mm. real subtle, man. What the fuck? Yeah, I don't understand at all what's going on there. And Avienda is just like, whatever, shut up, dude. I have things to say to Rand. So I guess it worked out okay. But it was it, just weird. Though. It's a very odd moment. Um, but we do get sort of all of this information about Rand has been out now for like a, what did they say? Like a day and a half. Yeah. Something something like that. that. Um, because he pushed himself too far with Mm -hmm. the power. And so when he released the power, his body just gave out and Avienda is of course, super pissed off about that. Mm -hmm. Um, but he's like, okay, what's happening with these other tribes or the other clans? What's happening Mm with blah, blah. And sort of like a just a it's like Robert Jordan being like here's what happened yes well here's what happened ugly like it's very (laughs) (laughs) I didn't think I would make you laugh that hard (laughs) I just wasn't expecting (laughs) it is though she's sort of catching him she's info dumping Mm -hmm. um and we find out that like the wise ones are still talking but like the the clans are going to come to him, but the wise ones have to finish the thing. But Aguin is there representing the Aes Sedai instead of Moiraine because Moiraine said she didn't want to. There's like a, a lot of complicated Moiraine things happening here. There is, but you know, something I did really like and that I figured out how to put into words, I think in this section is we get a lot of, and Jordan does this all the time, but it's like information through dialogue and then the character reacting to the information internally, but Mm -hmm. it feels very like he does it in a way that allows for like the tension to continue and the scene to continue without for the bar. Okay. With Rand, he's doing it. Yeah. Um, (laughs) caveating myself (laughs) as I remember where we're going next. Yeah. But like, he does a really good job where he, Mm -hmm. you know, is finding out like Egwene is the one who met with the wise ones instead mm-hmm. of Moiraine. And then he's thinking about like what that means. Right. Mm-hmm. And like what it means for Moiraine and, and pulling all this. And we get to see it sort of happen mm-hmm. both internally and how it impacts his external choices. Right. In a really strong way, I think, because it never feels boring. Yeah, no, I would agree. He handles Rand and Matt both really well. Um, let's see. So we get more information about that. We get, we find out that like a bunch of the Shido are north of the river and the bridges have been burned. So like they can't go after mm-hmm. the rest of the Shido. Um, and he doesn't feel great about that because Lord knows what they're going to do. And then she tells him that Matt killed Kuladin. I love he's like, what? <laughs> and that's when we get this quote. He's like thinking about like, well, Matt was trying to leave. I guess it didn't work out for him. <laughs> like surprise, surprise. The pattern had other ideas. And I love like Asmodian here is like, mm, yeah, he's pretty interesting. I also really want to meet Perrin. <laughs> yes, I know. That was a good. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. all right, man. <laughs> okay. 
and and then we get um rand thinking about semiel which i think this is an interesting moment here yes. because <clears throat> excuse me he like realizes how long he's been out and he's like okay i've been unconscious for you know like a day almost and semiel hasn't done anything he hasn't made a move and then he starts to think about like what he was saying before he passed out and like the mm-hmm. names that he was using and um trying to hide Which, you like, know as much as like jordan has all these names how do they all sound the same <laughs> they do like, they all do sound Alan, sarah jor adam nessanin like I they know. all sound the same they how do. am i supposed to remember anything <laughs> i refuse to try anymore <laughs> i've just given up i'm not That's trying true. there's like a trying. section in this one where i was like i will literally not remember nope. any of this nope <laughs> and I don't care. I don't care. So that's where I've gotten to at this point. So we, but we get then we get this closeout, which is where Rand's like, well, whatever the hell his name is, he killed maidens, and so I'm gonna kill him. Yeah, basically, and it's it's a lot of like um, thinking about like duty and what he needs to be doing, and mm-hmm. right. There's this weird moment in here. Did you catch this right after that? He says this thing about how he had me- made a beginning by sending Weirman back to tear. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, well, okay. I have to there, I have to do carry him, but I can tie it into Weirman. And you're like, okay, so because it was weird, like Matt points out how weird it is that Weirman isn't there for the battle because yeah. he's actually seen battle. And and Rand from his POV. All that we really got about Weirman was that was he that was like, I got to send meeting. him away, but we don't know why. So there's some plot happening here. It's like Matt, Rand has so many plots. <laughs> He's so many, so plots. many plots. <laughs> so I'm many like, plots. how are you keeping all your threads straight, bud? Uh, yeah. So because then all, all he wants to do is like go after Samael, but he can't because mm-hmm. of all this other stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then he finds out about this guy, Milan coming to uh, the Mm, camp and like trying to, you know, swear loyalty or whatever. This whole thing, I was a little bit like, I, this feels like a lot of, I don't know. (laughs) It's like the more, I feel like this section really, we're really leaning into the book bloat here because everything that happened in this conversation about what is his name? Milan, Malin. Yeah, whatever. Like we see it all. It's <laughs> <laughs> just so the agreed. face you're making. <laughs> so good. Yeah, we, you're right. We see it all later. Why do we need to hear? We don't. The only thing I liked here is that it was a reason for this like Avienda Rand confrontation, which I thoroughly enjoyed. I did enjoy that too. Yeah. Like this sort of like I I like seeing him trying to learn how to interact with her again. Mm-hmm. And then the newness of it causing them sort of both to misstep pretty frequently, right? Like this, yeah. like I can rest when I'm dead. Yeah. Like what is wrong with you? No. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. So we get a lot of this, like, you know, Milan trying to get Milan. in and nobody would like, let him in. And then these other people came and uh, nobody would let them near either. And they were like yelling about making a gift of carrion to the Lord dragon. Like, Who cares? I know. And Rand is like, you can't give it to me. I have it already. Like what an idiot. Um, and so then he's thinking about why he sent Milan to Carrion instead of leaving him in tear. It's all, it's a lot of game of houses stuff. 
Um, yeah, Asmodean kind of like, they might have killed me too, but right. don't yeah. worry, I know how to play the game. Yeah, you're like, all right. Um, and it's a little bit of like, oh, I can't trust Asmodean, but I know that. And we know that. Like, right. it's so much Obviously, I know. That we know. Yeah. And then we find out that, like, so Milan is from Tyr, and then there was a separate delegation of Carrion people who also weren't allowed near and blah 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 the one name i will say that i was like oh i remember that name i don't remember why but lady colavere she's gonna be important is my guess because i don't remember her name immediately jumped out to me as like oh that's a that's a person who's actually important maybe did not we'll see if i'm right i could be wrong (laughs) (laughs) it looks just like every other name in there but i'm pretty sure she's a thing uh okay so chapter 46 Avian is throwing wine. Oh, I liked this a lot though. Like Rand was like, I like this sort of like beginning where she like throws down the wine and he's as surprised, like she's as surprised as he is because mm-hmm. it's so unlike an aisle to like waste any uh, liquid at all, right? And anything. And so I liked that sort of like scene setting device mm. as being like, this is intense. This is going to be real intense for a second. Right. Right. Because they're both idiots. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Um, it's, it's just a really great flow of conversation between the two of them, I think. hmm. Right. Yeah. Where he's like, he like kind of tries to keep it alight for a second. Like the, the line of like, if you keep on like this, I will begin thinking you care for me. Mm-hmm. And he's like joking, so but she's cute. like, but she's you know, so like, mad. <laughs> she's so mad because you know, inside she's like, I do care about him and I care about him too much. And I just right. like, da, 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 da. Right. like, I don't need to be in her POV to see how much she's panicking about this. Yes, totally. But she basically the argument is that he wants to get out of bed and she's like, you were too weak. You almost died. Like you are not allowed yeah. to leave this tent. Like I will do everything I can to stop you. And he's not cooperating. And so then she says, if you can find your clothes and dress yourself without falling down, you can go. (laughs) But I'll come with you, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then we get it. Like, it takes like him like 10 minutes. And it turns out she's been sitting on them the whole time. It's so good. Yeah. But there are these like um, moments where he's while he's looking around, Mm -hmm. they're still talking. Right. And so Mm -hmm. I liked this. Um. I liked this moment where he's like looking and he finds his sword mm-hmm. and she's like, you're not going to need that anymore. Right. right. And he's like, I, what are you talking about? Like, mm-hmm. there's no, I don't know what you're talking about. And she's like, cool. is dead. And he starts being like, who told her? I only told land. No one knows. And she's like, I know you. And you're like, well, yeah, you do though. He does. He does. <laughs> And the whole time she's just like sipping her wine. (laughs) She channels him some hot water. They have this weird exchange about him. Like, don't look at me naked. Elaine won't like it. She's like, Elaine's not going to care if I look at you naked. (laughs) Yeah, it's weird. It's so weird. It's pretty weird. So then there's also this whole situation about like which maidens she's going to call to help because apparently there are a few who are particularly <sighs> troublesome to him, whatever. Anyway, he finally gets out of the tent. Asmodian comes up, he's got the horse. And he's riding a mule. And there's this whole long this thing whole about thing. Pevin. Pevin. <laughs> <laughs> 
who are you, Kevin? And why who? do I care? I mean, <laughs> he has a very sad story, but he, yes. he's now the standard bearer because basically everybody in his family died. Like so, one after the other through yeah. like no, like as much as he tried to keep them alive. And right. so now he's just in it for, for basically vengeance. Right. And you're like, okay. Okay. Cool. It's just like, why are you telling me know. this? I don't know. So yeah. So Asmodian and Pevin and Avienda and the bunch of maidens are. And Avienda all... has to like hold on to Rand and he's <laughs> glad not only for holding <laughs> right. on, but because he needs her mm-hmm. to stay up on the horse. Because he is very weak, in fact. And then we find out that they have 20,000 prisoners which is can't a get lot. I was thinking about that pretty I was thinking about our numbers confusion like there's a huge number of people I cannot consider, he's surrounded I by hundreds of maidens there's 20,000 prisoners like, like this is a huge amount of people the, I just cannot wrap my head around the scope of this battle like I yeah. can't do it right. it's too like hundreds of maidens fine 20,000 <laughs> thousand prisoners thousand is absurd them this is a lot of how would you even know that there were twenty thousand of them there like it's not like you're gonna eyeball that i just i don't know i I was like i don't understand anything about this no i don't know what's going on clearly it's very confusing and then we get this this is a detail the the aiel have started some of the aiel have started wearing an extra headband which is a big deal um Yes, but before that, okay. Just a quick where they're talking about um, how some of the Shido have become Gaishan, right? Uh, no, right? No, the Gaishan are in charge of the prisoners. Well, because he's he's thinking about nearly turning until. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. But either way, I think the important line, the one I wanted to bring up was how Rand is nervous because even if they think these there is like some sort of aisle consideration here for who these people are, he's like, he can't stop remembering mm. how easily these same people had violated their mm-hmm. own laws and customs. Right. Kuladin might have begun the violation, but they mm-hmm. had followed and obeyed, which is... <clears throat> something I think Rand should be thinking yeah. because yeah. the aisle presented so far have been very, you follow the rules or mm-hmm. you are not aisle, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's their whole history. It's very much, you follow the precepts, you follow these, or you cannot be a part of the society. Mm-hmm. And so it feels almost revolutionary to consider that. Right. So I feel like that's going to come back. Yeah, probably, probably. And then this like, Headband situation. Headband situation. It's like super weird that anybody would wear anything on their heads except for the shufa. And mm-hmm. it's not even camouflage, but they're wearing red headbands with basically the Aes Sedai symbol embroidered or painted on it. Mm-hmm. And this is interesting too. You know what this reminded me of is when they first get to Camelin and they have to pick between the red sword wrappings and the white sword wrappings. Oh yeah. Matt and Rand like a thousand yeah, yeah, books yeah, ago. Yeah. That oh it reminded God. me a little bit of that. <laughs> yes. I see it. Yeah. But he doesn't know what it is. And Avienda was like, the wise ones threatened to beat me up if I asked them any more about it. But here's mm-hmm. my guess. And it's this <laughs> like spear of the dragon thing. Siswai Aman. I don't know if I a hundred percent understand. Yeah, it's like, 
they think this is a way to make up for their initial failure of the Aes Sedai. That was like a secondary bit. The first bit is that it's they're they're claiming to be the spear of the dragon. So like a tool. Which sounds to me like a line from one of the prophecies. Yeah, maybe. I think. And so I think it's Aiel taking on an outlander prophecy for their own. Is my guess. To me, it felt I could be like wrong, the... But... the a little bit of a semantics issue in that one is a tool one is a people right whom rand could use the right. other is a tool yeah yeah sort of i mean he like humanity right right he has this whole thought about it courtesy of loose theron's understanding of the old tongue that implies that, that he owns them if they're wearing the headband well yeah and as straight up about. says it right he says they want to own the world but it seems you already own a people and yeah. you're like oh i don't Ooh, love that no and rand doesn't love it either for, which you know a cookie i guess i don't know uh, yeah. um but and yeah. then avienda says this thing about right. like i don't she doesn't know what to believe right um right. and i kind of like that he was like oh right she probably also has an opinion mm-hmm. on all of this mm-hmm. as someone who is ill mm-hmm um, and then we get a bunch of more descriptions about like what's up with Hadna and Kadir, like any of us care. Well, at this point. first we get some more appropriation from other religions. <laughs> oh, right. You're right. My bad. My bad. <laughs> Which is very funny because this whole like I've I've even heard some say that the Isle are now in your dream and that when you wake from this life, we will be no more, which is yeah. Brahman and Hinduism. Mm. Um, but this whole sense of it being a grim set of beliefs is no, like that's just yeah. what it is, right? Right. Um, right. so just want to point that out. Yeah. Yep. Legit. <laughs> legit. <laughs> oh, Robert Jordan. Um, but yeah. And then it, there is this like moment about, um, what they think and, and what Avienda believes. Cause he's mm-hmm. like, they're gonna, they're gonna box my ears <laughs> or maybe they think I should. And she's like, well, we don't all think that. <laughs> It's cute. I actually thought that's not what that was about. I thought that line where she says, you know, he's saying the wise ones believe I should have my ears boxed. And she says, among other things. And then she says, they believe many things I could wish they did not. And mm-hmm. he like thinks it's because she. Right. Thinks, and I'm sure there's a. Th- but I don't actually think thinks. that's what she means. No, no, I agree. No, she thinks because... she means they think they're sleeping together. Yes. Which they did. They did. Like, and that she can control them. Yes. Which is also untrue. Right. And then we get to freaking Kadir, who we both hate and don't care about. No, no. And they like, we find out that they think Cassandra escaped. Okay, fine. Fine. And he like, Rand is like, I don't, I don't understand why he hasn't run off already. Um, I don't either, to be perfectly honest. Literally, the only thing that matters about this whole section is like the bit with Moiraine. Yeah. Like, I don't, I'm sure Kadir is going to come back. I already assumed at some point we're going to have to deal with him. Yeah. I don't need to keep being reminded that he exists. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so Moiraine, I guess, is she's like looking at near her the wed- wagons, and Rand like pulls up next to the wagons because he's going to Carrion, and he thinks she'll want to come, but she, she just looks doesn't. at him and turns away, and he's like, "Oh right, maybe she has other things to do. It's maybe I should not trust her so much." 
maybe I shouldn't trust anyone except yeah. me. It's You're a very like, like okay. Cause it starts with this sort of like almost sweet notion where he mm-hmm. is looking at Moiraine, looking at her wagons and all the things. And he's like, more obviously every day their loads were a treasure to her and Rand would not see her lose them. Mm-hmm. Like there is like a right, care they've achieved there. some yeah. And this sort of like him or her turning away from him, I think is more jarring to him than he is willing to admit. And that's how he gets so quickly to much the best to trust no one completely except himself. Right. He's feeling a little rejected here, which is, you know, a testament to Moiraine's powers of manipulation. Like Mm -hmm. she did what she set out to do, which was to get him to listen to her and yep. to like pay attention to her opinions. And it's a good point. Like he's going to go into Carrie and like, she knows that stuff, but you yeah. know, she's clearly playing a different game now that we don't know. Cause we haven't yep. had a Moiraine POV in way it's too so long. long, so long, so long. Ugh. And then we get dead bodies and vultures, which God. is, ugh. um, a and lot then, of description. Yeah, a lot of description. He's going into Carrion. The four gate has been destroyed. There's a lot of banner situation happening. Yeah, basically, he's noticing that the Tarians are far more prevalent than the Carrionans mm-hmm. in in terms of place. And like, it's a lot of, you know, there's um all these like, peasants are out in the streets who are cheering for him They they clearly don't even really know who he like which one he is but right. they're just thankful and like it's just a description of like all the city right yeah. with like the anxieties of the various people who are there like the isle the Tyrians, and the carhianans mm-hmm. yeah 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 so you know they're moving their way through these crowds the maidens are sort of like forcing a way through everybody's like it's the lord dragon it's the lord dragon but they don't know if it's like asmodian or pevin or who it is and um and then they get to uh the place where Milan shows up mm-hmm. with some soldiers and and it's more terry and noble descriptions so of like much. it's so much like this is another one where i'm like i'm never gonna remember anybody's <laughs> name but malin is sort of like that shitty high lord that we should expect you know he's like i'm so yeah. sorry that the peasants came out we right, cleared right, them away right and rand's like i used to be a shepherd right. but he doesn't he doesn't say that <laughs> no yeah yeah instead he says this cutting thing about like i've already had a grand entry and yeah it's like okay <laughs> cool story i don't know what you mean um and he's like and, well we'll clear the way back for you and he's like nope like, the maiden's no, got it it's fine <laughs> he's, he's gotten very good at putting people in their place yes and yeah. also kind of acknowledging and picking up on what is going on around him right like he yes. notices that the the cheering stops mm-hmm. the minute the tarian lords show up mm-hmm. um and he's, he's being very smart about everything. And he has yes. hatched this plan with Moiraine yeah. ahead of time. Yeah. Yeah. So we get this whole description of like all of these high lords greeting him and he's like observing their expressions. And then he like does this whole like 
misdirection greeting. <laughs> it's so thing. silly, but it's fun. <laughs> it's fun. He's like, hello, old boy. It's so good to see you. <laughs> yes, hello, old chap. And then he like gives like a cool nod to somebody <laughs> else. And they're like, why? What's he doing? What's it? What does it mean? So yeah, he's learned how to play <laughs> politics. Good for him. But it's like very, like I, this made me laugh a little bit because I was like, this is not subtle. <laughs> This is not tell me of the great game. This is like, okay. <laughs> Baby plays politics. Yeah. <laughs> he's just a sheep herder. <laughs> and he's like thinking how proud Moiraine and Tom would be of him. <laughs> oh, and then he sees that. Asmodian like smirking about it. And he's like, oh, that's terrible. I don't like feeling like that. No. And Avienda's like, what the fuck are you doing? Because I <laughs> don't play this game. Oh, and then we get a lot more names and like descriptions of things and the hall and it's everybody's so wearing much. stripes. I don't, I can't care well, about like the, the Carahian, So all the tier lords are in the front and the Carahianans are in the back. Right. Um, and they try to offer him the sun throne. Right. And, and Rand like, no. is like, that's not mine. Right. Like this is for someone else. I um, do love bring me a comfortable chair. <laughs> I like that too. Me up. I like that too. Um, he again, sort of misses Moiraine mm-hmm. when, uh, the chair shows, like when he's ready to actually do the thing. Right. So he's mm-hmm. like been, he's mentioned this plan they came up with and he was like, okay, I don't know why all the care he and are in the back. Right. Come on forward. Arrange right, come yourselves, on down. <laughs> arrange yourselves by rank, period, not by where you're from. Yes. Well, so but they still do keep yes. themselves in their separate groups. Yes. Like very clearly. And then he uh, does a whole banner situation mm-hmm, where he like acknowledges tears help, mm-hmm. and, but then is like, but this, this is, is still Carrion. Right. And so they're going to keep their honor. Right. It's great. And then everybody's like, oh, my loses their business and he's like wow that wasn't what I was expecting yeah it was kind of funny I don't know I like (laughs) am I supposed to understand I don't know it's fine it's fine and then everybody gives fealty to him why on the Senshan spear that was so weird to me is that what happened yeah oh yeah Malon had kissed the tip of the Senshan spearhead I was like what why that is weird. He does say in here somewhere that it's an old form of the oath, but he's picked it specifically because he's hoping that it might actually mean something to them. It's still strange, but it is. I, I agree. It is very strange. Like you don't know anything about them except yeah. that they're terrible. Right. <laughs> like, why would you pick that as a symbol? You have other things that are better. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is weird. I don't like this. Yeah. And then he has this whole weird thoughts about like Samael and he starts to get mad and he makes everybody uncomfortable because he's glaring. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's actually, I, th- I mean, we're laughing, but it's a really sinister note it, that that chapter is. ends on. No, it is. It's because it's, everybody's like, like, oh God, he's so angry. And there's like cold light burning in his eyes that he can't tell. Cause obviously he can't see himself. It's yeah, pretty intense. It's, it's, it's pretty very intense. intense. It's very, very intense. Um, ugh, okay. And now we really get to the, there's only one part of this whole next, like three chapters that I actually liked. 
I feel like there's some that I liked, but yes, there's like very little that I have to say about a lot of these next few pages, which is because it's so just like about what they're wearing and just sniping at each other. I will tell you, I like when, especially when Nynaeve makes the comments about Elaine's hips in the pants, I was just like, I will throw this book so far (laughs) across the room. Like I, cause here, and especially coming from those Matt and Rand perspectives, it's like, okay, so both of them are lacking self-awareness in certain situations. Both of them are out of their depth. Both of them are afraid or misdirected or like trying to do a thing that's not working out. Like, and yet they, we are laughing with them. Yes. Whereas with the women, all of these female perspectives, Elaine's too, we are, we are supposed to be laughing at how ridiculous they are as opposed to like Matt and Rand are being ridiculous, but it's in a way that's like very, it's very different. It's treated so differently. They are not allowed to, the women are not allowed to just be strong, interesting, complicated characters. They have to become cartoons. Yeah to earn moments of yes. capability. Yes. And that's Ugh. what's frustrating. It's so bad. It's because so like, bad, y'all. So it just, it, I know we've said this like every episode we've recorded for this book, I feel like, and it just keeps, it keeps, just keeps being there. Worse. It gets, it does it. I mean, I can't tell if it's the cumulative weight of it or if they're actually getting worse. It could be both either. I don't know, but it's infuriating. It really so is. So it's like we get, so we're back with Nynaeve um there's they've been like stuck in this wagon and Mm -hmm. she and elaine are just like not getting along and nynaeve keeps being like i'm being fine Mm -hmm. it's very very irritating yeah um and elaine is being snippy with her but they have this moment where they had both dreamed of Egwene, mm-hmm. not in Teleranria, but Egwene came into their dreams and they realized independently that it must have actually been Egwene right telling them that rand had this great uh, victory. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they actually confirm that like, okay, probably that wasn't just a dream. Probably she actually came and mm-hmm. like gave us information. Um, and there was a thing about like Rand, you know, being damaged and they talking, they're talking about Samael and all of these things. Um, There's this moment that I just, I did like sort of, of Nynaeve kind of remembering where she started. Yeah, that was my, that was the only part of this whole section. You're, we're skipping ahead a bunch, but they, they know, decide but like to, nothing well, happens. Okay, they decide that they're going to use the ring again sometime right. soon is what happens, but which Nynaeve is super freaked out about. They, this let's, oh, a blanket. Nynaeve is terrified yes. of Mogedian mm-hmm. and is trying to convince herself that she is being cautious, mm-hmm. not cowardly. Right. Basically almost this entire section. Right. And like Bergie comes in too and gets like very, oh wait, I'm I sorry. Now I'm the one who's skipping ahead. <laughs> yes. There's this moment though. Yes. Where Nynaeve is talking about it. She's like realizing she's forgotten why she left yes. the two rivers in the first place. And I was like, oh, there you are. There you are. I've missed you. Right. This moment of I like, know. she's like, she was the wisdom and she will always care for them. And she will always like, even if 
they've chosen another wisdom. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take anything away from her. Yes. And she sort of end, ends it with like, she's had to like join the Aes Sedai for all these things. But she's like, I am still who I always have been. I will help them as much as I can. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, was nice to hear her. Yes. As we knew her again, yes. even yeah. brief, brief as it is. Yeah. And then it all goes away again. Um, mm-hmm. So they're getting dressed and Brigitte comes in. And there's like more about necklines and nonsense like that. Everybody is fighting with everybody. It's really tiresome. And then Um, we find out that Tom and Julian have gone into town against everyone's orders. And 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 they're back and they're injured. And they're injured because there was a huge sort of like um, riot that started in Samara. Yeah. So we find out from Tom and Julian that this ship docked. And mm-hmm. the prophets forces and the white cloaks came to blows over it, mm-hmm. which we immediately know is because Nynaeve sent both of them to find a boat and like people are dead. There are fires, like there's mob violence happening. This, I was just like, oh my God, I can't. It's, I it's like bananas and it's like bananas. Uno shows up yeah. and Nynaeve's like, well, we're going and mm-hmm. then Elaine and Brigitte have to step in and sort of like this like thing with Brigitte and Uno is super yeah. like I don't actually Brigitte, I kind of here for that I like Brigitte's only specifically here I was like mm, I don't like this oh really? like in this one moment where she's like massaging his neck oh, well, I was like yeah. I don't like that I like Brigitte in general how I see like, what she's like mean. I like like I know what I like yeah. and I go after what I like right awesome in no. this moment, yes, as a way to show Nynaeve how prudish and shitty she's mm-hmm. being, I did not like it. Well, yeah, and they're also like sweet talking Uno into something he was already gonna do. So yeah. like it's very, yeah, it's very strange. So yeah, he is basically like saying it's gonna be really hard to get you to the boat, but like we'll try. And this is where Nynaeve sort of has the realization because mm-hmm. he's like, I'm going to have to put you on a boat that's in white cloak hands. Mm-hmm. And Nynaeve is like, oh, shit. I did. Because then, of course, like Galad shows up mm-hmm. and is like, <laughs> this is this, this part made me laugh a little bit because like, they're like, we didn't tell you to start a riot. Yeah, right. <laughs> and he's like, well, this line, he goes. I don't understand what you're so upset about. You wanted a ship, needed a ship, and I got you one. Big Nick Miller energy. Like, I don't know who watches New Girl, but that is like the most Nick Miller line I've ever heard. Just being like, what? I I don't understand. Like, you fucking started a riot, man. What? And when they describe the riot, you're like, are you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just is. He's he's very what he is. So (laughs) so but at least they figure out that like okay, well now Uno doesn't have to like take the ships from the white cloaks Mm -hmm. to get it for them. So there's that. Uh and and 
and Nynaeve is like basically like telling Uno to like get your men Gala do come too and then Luca comes running over and it's like it's a riot we all have to go everybody pack up right now also Nynaeve I would like to propose marriage to you no he wants her to have his baby yeah true and then she's like you want me to marry you and he's like like, oh uh, yeah yeah Yeah, that's that's right that's what I was asking it's super gross and super weird and she's like, I'm betrothed to somebody else. Like, I'm good. Thanks. I don't know why this is in here. To be I don't either. Honest. It's so weird. I really don't know. Like, it's it doesn't so do weird. anything. It doesn't. I, there's no reason for it. And it's so out. I don't I don't even buy it from Val and Luca. No. Like, I don't buy it for a second. It's not no part of this makes no. sense. No, like none of it. Literally, yeah. like I'm a close reader. And for like the next like five pages, I think <laughs> yeah. I underlined like one. Oh, thing. my God. So this next Elaine section, too. I was like, who is this woman? Like, what is happening right, right now? Because. Yeah, she she's like, okay, we're all going. So I have to go do a thing. And she's walking through the camp, heads over to Sarandon and is like, you're coming with us. You're going to leave your elephants behind and you're going to come with us because, you know, people need to know things. And she's like, no, I'm not like, no, I'm not. And then Elaine literally tries to physically force her. Right. I was like, who, what, what? This whole section I, was like, look, Elaine's all right. Like, it was like, I've, I, Jordan being like, here are a bunch of pages of Nynaeve acting like an idiot. So yeah. I feel like I have to equalize. So here's Elaine <laughs> acting like an idiot. It's so weird. It's so strange. It's so strange. And like, Brigitte has to come in and act like the yes. mom and is like, right. I mean, are like, are you crying because you need help or are you hungry? I can get you right, a wet nurse. Exactly. Like, this isn't Elaine. Like no. Elaine has literally never acted like this unless yeah. you need her to act like a moron. Right, right. It's so infuriating. It's so bizarre. It's so bizarre. Yeah, not into it. So on to chapter 48 in which more nonsense happens. More like pages and pages. pages, And there's like this big kerfuffle over who packs what that I just don't understand. understand. No, I like, I guess I'm supposed to read into something where like Nynaeve is deliberately leaving the things she's most afraid of. But like why this is like a whole, I don't, it's like a power. It's like a power struggle over who is holding on to what. And I don't. I, I just can't care. I can't care. I'm know, sure there's same. like some minutia that's explains well, it. And I cannot care. No, the only thing I thought was important in this whole part was when she's anxious about the seal. Yes. And wrapping it up. And yes. she's like, yeah. so uncomfortable with it. And she thinks like, um, she was being foolish. And I was like, this is the mm. one moment that you're not right. being foolish. Listen right. to your instincts. I know. Like that thing is telling you not to touch it. Don't yes. touch it. Right. And then we get this whole nonsense about like Val and Luca like brings her flowers and she's like, Land never brought me flowers. And she's like yeah, mad about Land. So I'm like, weird. what is happening right now? It was so weird. I was like, Bizarre. what is going on? It's like pages and pages of this. I did <sighs> like the sort of tension of them going through yes. the town this is the best part of this whole section right because it's action because it's action seriously the whole the whole set like the whole like three paragraphs i feel like uh starting with yet if they held the mob it was Gallad who broke mm-hmm. them because i again 
have never liked Gallon more. Mm-hmm. He sounds like such a fucking badass. Yes. I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah. You, we get this. this. We get this whole description of them moving through Samara and like everything's destroyed and there's like, it's abandoned in weird places, but then they also can hear the mob. And like, suddenly they come across this whole group of people who are like basically ready to kill them. And the Shinarans yep. and Tom and Gallad and everybody have to fight. And we get this amazing, again, he's good at action. We get this amazing sequence of action. But there's yeah. this great, like after it's over, I loved this beat with, um, because Gallad is sort of where it, uh, mm-hmm. where it ends. Yes. Um, and it's, so after the paragraph about how he fights and how well he mm-hmm. fights, it's, Nynaeve shivered as he bent to clean his blade on a corpse's coat. He was graceful even doing that. He was beautiful even doing that. She thought she might sick up. I was like, yes. that's awesome. That was That's a great, so, it's such a great, it's a really paragraph. good paragraph. Ooh. I agree. I agree. And it makes me so mad. Cause I'm like, you're so good. You're so good. When you, when you have a clear idea of how to present these things. Yeah. That I'm like, yeah. why did I have to read through like I know. 20 pages of like bullshit to get to this. Right. No, I totally agree. Oh, it makes me so angry. Yeah. So then they they get back and everybody leaves them alone and they get to the river and the boat is there and there's a bunch of people mm-hmm. on the dock, like staring at the boat, obviously wanting to escape. Uh, and so, yeah, they, they go, Gallad sort of like takes them on board mm-hmm. and... <laughs> He was like, I didn't have enough money to get you all the way there. You're right. going to have to make your own way to Camlin. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and like, and he was like, damn, Elaine was not joking. Right. <laughs> like he will start a war right. to like keep a promise, mm-hmm. but he won't force this guy. Right. He's going to take them the whole money. way <laughs> yeah. because it's not his boat. Yeah. This is a good line. Gallad never counted the cost of doing right. Not to himself yes. or anyone else. And it's like, yep, that's, it's that's a great what makes line. him so scary. That's what makes him scary. And then, I mean, Gallad really was sort of the most interesting character in here as they're pulling away. No, as he's starting to leave them, mm-hmm. he is like, by the way, don't go near Randall. Right. <laughs> And then he's like, he can't possibly know, right? There's no way he knows. Men are never that perceptive. Oh my God. (laughs) I was like, I can't believe I came out of this section being like, I want more gallons. Yeah, I know. Well, this is just how far we've sunk is really what's happened here. The bar is so low. It's true. The bar is so low. Uh, and then Nynaeve, then we get this. Okay. So now we're on to chapter 49 oh my and God, I don't Nynaeve, hear about anything that happens on this. Oh my God. Boat. So Nynaeve insists that all, the whole crowd is coming with them and the captain is like mad fine. about it. So they give him more money, blah, blah, blah. And then we get this whole thing about how, because the captain Nereus is such a misogynist, the women have to pretend to like each other. And because, that's what fixes them. And that's what fixes them. Like it's the so fact stupid. that there's a dude who thinks women are shitty means they have to not behave shitty and and they fake it till they make it. This the is end. where the sort of like, like go fuck yourself. Archaic I'm notions mad. of feminism come in, Ugh. right? Feminism can only exist within the context of having an adversary, mm-hmm. not for its own mm. 
thing and you're just like this sucks that is so that is so spot on i hate everything about it everything about it oh lord so they're just like like sniping at each other in secret and then pretending they like each other and like while saying nasty things to each other until eventually they stop being nasty to each other the end like that's the whole chapter but then he like gives us um this other moment doesn't the dream stuff happen in this channel or it in this, does in and this also chapter? elaine starts channeling wind i don't know if that's actually important or not but elaine starts channeling wind to make them go faster and then we do get this dream stuff that takes where is it there's it's, so many okay, pages of it. nothing in here. um well before the dream stuff oh, we right. have this moment we have this moment which could have been the thing uh-huh. that made them become okay again where Nynaeve does their first night after um, the majority of people leave the boat. Um, Nynaeve agrees to go into Teleran Riode mm-hmm. on her own to see if she can find Egwene. And she slips in and she freaks out. She doesn't see Egwene. Mm-hmm. She's like panicking and she leaves. And then she wakes up and Elaine was like, was she there? You weren't, you weren't gone very long. And then Nynaeve just like breaks down mm-hmm. and is like, I'm tired of being afraid. I'm so tired of being a coward. Mm-hmm. And Elaine and Brigitte sort of like come and comfort her. And I was yeah. like, this, this could the, have been this the could thing. Have just been the thing. We didn't need a misogynist jerk face captain. There's, there's something that happens before that. If I'm- I did. Yeah. I did skip over this thing where they're talking about, uh, these other women on yes. the boat. So one of them has to be a plant. So there's three women who like become very close to Nynaeve and Elaine and, uh, Brigitte. There's Nicola who is a dark haired weaver, um, whose fiance like died fighting the prophet. And so she's just trying to go away from there. There's Marigan who has two sons who she's like an herbalist and Nynaeve is like very dismissive of her skills. And then there's Arena who is this like, kind of like hunter for the horn, right? What's- like she's, she's a hunter yeah. for the horn basically more yes. or less. And I, one of them has got to be a plant. One of them has to be a dark friend or like a black, like no, I agree. Sedai, it's very, like situation. This whole section is very like, re, like, like casting for a reality TV yes. show. Yes. Where it's like, here's a paragraph on Nicola. Here's a paragraph mm-hmm. on Morgan. Here's a yes. paragraph on Arena. However, what did strike me the most was I was like, in these three paragraphs, you have respected these women more yeah. than you have yes. Nynaeve, Elaine, and a Brigitte yeah. for like, 2000 pages. Oh my God. No doubt. Also, we do get this weird moment where Brigitte finally figures out that Elaine is the daughter heir of Andor, which Elaine has told her multiple times. And Brigitte, I guess was like, okay, cool. Right. I don't believe you. And now suddenly she like, I don't understand. I don't, know. I don't understand anyway. Sorry. So then, and then there's this like a whole thing about smuggling and how they throw the stuff overboard because it's just there's a not lot of room. stuff that like, and he's like different. mad that they want to go to Saladar because there's nothing in Saladar. And then we get the moment with the ring. Yes. Yes. Then we get thank there. you. But look you're at, right. Look at you're you. right. That was the best moment. I know. <laughs> I only I had note. That was the only thing interesting that happened in this entire freaking <laughs> section. Ugh. But yes, no, you're absolutely right. This beautiful moment of like right, them like being like, listen, her. you're not a coward. Like anybody would be terrified. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Elaine and Nynaeve go into the dream together. Mm-hmm. And there are these great moments where like uh, they go to um, Camelin and the Royal Palace mm-hmm. and 
Nynaeve thinks seeing it and knowing that this is where Elaine had grow up, grown up made her understand a little of Elaine. Yes. Of course, the woman expected the world to bend itself to her. Mm-hmm. She had grown up being taught that it would in a place where it did. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, where is, why has it taken us yes. to page 809 to get that moment of empathy and like <sighs> understanding? Mm-hmm. It's infuriating. It's so infuriating. It's so infuriating. And they go to the two rivers and we hear we hear about what Perrin's up to by <laughs> They're building proxy. a big house. They're building a huge that's totally um Fail's doing, you know For it's sure. doing. They're building a huge For house. Sure. And there's a monument to the people who died during mm-hmm. all the fighting. And there's um, banners with a wolf's head and a red eagle. So we've got this Manetheran Lord Perrin situation yep. that Nynaeve doesn't know about. She's just curious. And then we get some more hints about like what Aleda knows and doesn't know. Oh, but this, wait, is this where it is? If we find out they do know that about they're Saladar. in Saladar. They know about Saladar. Wait, wait, I thought it was a big secret. Wait, exactly. Like what? It, they make such a big freaking deal about how secret it has to be. And no one can know that Saladara means Saladar. And then it's like, oh yeah, they know that their eyes sit out I, in I just Saladar. Was very like, confusing what? about. Like, what? I was like, how do they know? So they I was know right last like, time. I was like, the Benton Emissary. The tower knows where the good tower is. It was like, and so they're not doing anything about it. I don't understand. My only thought is that clearly it must be that Alayda doesn't know the true extent of how many people right. are there, how many Ajas are represented, how organized they are. She can't know about Gareth Bryan. Like she no. just thinks there are some blues there is my right. guess. That's what has to be happening. Cause like, that's, I feel like that was the big deal. We also hear, um, a, a, not too many sisters have returned. Yes. And they're amnesty. very mad about it. They're yeah. panicking about where Fail's father. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Davram Bashir is. I'm assuming despite him that having like an half army. of the next book is going to be Davram Bashir. I know, Bashir. right? It it's going to be, be Perrin meeting yes. Davram Bashir. Yes. Yes. Um, and then this bit about Queen Tenobia of Saldea and King right. Asar of Shinar both writing letters to be like, leave us alone. Right. <laughs> like there is this moment where they're like, it kind of seems like a lady is just doing whatever the fuck she wants to do. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. And then they start, they're practicing their skills. They're practicing yeah. their skills in Teleranrio. They're using multiple Terangrial to go. Uh, and, you know, and then we get this whole thing about like, why, Nynaeve finally decides to use something other than the ring, which I couldn't, I was like, I don't understand why this is so significant. I don't know. I I don't get it. I don't know. Anyway, they do go and they finally meet up with Egwene again. And like, clearly Egwene was not supposed to be talking to them in their dreams because they start to ask. And she's like, oh, just by the way, Rand won this whole thing. And she's like, (laughs) just trying to talk as fast as she can. Mm -hmm. And we get another like Matt killed cool. Matt, Matt Matt led soldiers that nature. Him, him, him. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, goodness. And then there's gracious. some like, oh, Avian is taking care of Matt Rand. Yeah. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. like, oh, oh, girl. Boy. This is going to get real ugly. Mm-hmm. That, that, I mean, that comes back to haunt us in another chapter, too. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. So then we find out more about, you know, or none of you finds about 
out about more what's going on with Rand and, and like everybody the else. school he started. Yeah. Which I was like, that's cute. <laughs> that is cute. And Egwin manages to drop this thing of like, we're going to meet in, like, we're not in Shariam's study. Yeah. Very hint, 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 hint. Mm-hmm. And the um, everybody is super surprised to hear about Masima being the prophet on the yep. other side of things. Oh, yep. Um, there's a there's a moment where Egwene's like, I'm sure Gallet only did what he thought was best. And like, girl, you're gonna, you're in for a very rude awakening. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Can't wait. <laughs> yep. And then they meet up in Shrimp's study, and again, Egwene yells at them about like she's keeping like, secrets and like and just kind of being a general asshole about yeah, it. Total, total dick. God forbid, more than like two, three women at a time. Mm, have any power or sense yeah (gasps) and there's this like weird thing about elaine not owning rand or i don't know i don't know know. there's a lot of weirdness um but this is the part where they're talking about elena kind of trying to do whatever she wants because she is trying to demote an Aes Sedai right and they're like can they do that and I don't think so right right like it's weird it's weird and then they finally land and they give him a bunch of money and jewelry. Mm-hmm. And uh, Merrigan, Nicola, and Arena go with them. Get so off like the boat further, with them. Further thinking that further one of them cementing is a plant. one of them is a plant must yes. be. Yes. And and Nynaeve is like, oh, they're gonna hail us as like conquering heroes. Like, it's yeah, gonna be like, amazing. <laughs> Elaine's like, have you thought about how we're gonna be received? Because I think Elaine is like, this is not gonna go well uh-huh. for us. And then and lo and behold, she's correct. The whole next chapter is about how well it does not go. <laughs> and it's sort of like I this. I feel like stylistically this worked. It was irritating, but it was meant to be irritating because yeah. we're with Nynaeve, who is now take, having her like freedom taken away. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of text for what we what could have been and done like, in again, a few pages. So many descriptions of like, well, this eyes to die and then this other eyes to die and then this one. But they find, you know, they get questioned alongside of Suan and Leanne. And so mm-hmm. they find out that they've been stilled. And yep. Nynaeve is like starting to be like, I bet I could fix that. It's like a wound. I, know, I, I like fix that. It, right? I'm and excited. you're like, oh, it's, I remember some things. Um, but yeah, and they, they're they like in huge trouble, basically. They're like how this is all, none of this is good. You've done terrible things. Also, the seal, I think the most interesting part of this whole thing is that the seal is broken. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And that it's like, it takes one of the Aes Sedai to be like, I think we should talk about this, yeah, don't you? Right, right. right. Um, because they basically, they talk about the other stuff. They're like, you have to teach us how to use these Terangriel yes. and talk in dreams and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and, and if also, you think you can make Angriel like, cool, we're going to get right on top of that. Right? But, but for now, you're going to resume your studies. We can't really mm-hmm. blame you for what the the Amerlin made you do and also how dare you give them this letter and so yes, was like you I can't know. get mad at me for right. what I did when I had the right to do it I know it's bizarre yeah so they're basically you know put in their place as it were and they're told like okay Suan and Leanne are going to question you some more and you will tell them everything yeah. that you know and it doesn't matter that they don't have the power anymore like they're yep. still in charge of you they're still the boss of you yep um and then we find out that there's probably only three seals left. 
Not great. Everyone's a little anxious about that. Yeah, (laughs) legit. And then they get sent off because the I said I don't want them around while they are talking Mm -hmm. about the seals. And then we find out that Suan and Leanne are like pretending to be mad at each other. Well, so first we have this like moment with um, Fowlane. Oh, right. Right. Like first Brigitte is like, what did you tell them? And they're like, we answered mm-hmm. questions basically. So Brigitte's store like a uh, secret is still good. Yes. Uh, they see Min and Min is like, I'm so glad to see you guys. Yeah. I'm like, so glad you're here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Elaine's like, we need to talk. Right. <laughs> like very seriously. Yes. Um, but Fowlane, we sort of find out that like they're trying to test as many women as they can. Mm-hmm. And they've only found three so far. Mm-hmm. Valene is also deeply sus. Like Nynaeve's yes. like, why is she here? Like, why yeah. is she here? And she's she like, this is all Suen and Leanne's fault. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> right. Like, okay, relax. Yeah. But they're going to test the the women who came with Nynaeve, the three women, one yeah. of whom is definitely a plant. They're going to test them. <laughs> they're going to test them. Um, and then Tom and Julian are like, well, Gareth Bryan is here. So like, that's something. And Uno, they're all like conspiring basically to be like, so we can go. Yeah. Like, we don't have to stay. Like, I've already scoped out how we can steal some horses. Like, we let's just go like let's go and like Nynaeve and Elaine have a moment and yeah. I, I liked Nynaeve sort of being like if she's here she can learn mm-hmm. more and be helpful to Rand yes I right? did like that like yeah. I was like that's awesome more of this yes more of this exactly exactly yeah and so she and Elaine are agreed that like you know dudes you can go like you don't have to stay there's not a lot for you to do here mm-hmm. um, but then all of the dudes are like no no we'll totally stay it's fine yeah um and it's like whatever okay okay fine um then Suen comes out this right. is where Suen this Elaine is where out, and it seems like they're fighting but Nynaeve's mm-hmm. like that seems fake but okay yes seems fake <laughs> <laughs> and then gareth bren brian whatever comes out and like and is like generally kind of a dick to them yeah i love how he just like ignores elaine entirely I was like, like sorry has your pride about? been hurt what, what is your deal man <laughs> are you a it's child so strange so strange i did he's like, like this, oh like, tom, tom you and tom i and we thing. used to fight but like let's be buds now <laughs> let's play a game and tom's like as long as i can leave right. whenever i want yeah sure i guess i did like that bit i did like that bit um and then he like tells Suan, he's like my shirts are only half clean today okay and it's uh, 90s like i don't get it but that sucks so <laughs> okay <laughs> and elaine is very upset about being ignored mm-hmm. uh, and then it's like a few pair a few lines of like getting rid of everybody so mm-hmm. that uh Nynaeve and suen can like have a conversation this was a good moment too actually i did like this moment between Nynaeve and suen yes, because you get to very see good. both of them be right? their legit selves yes, yes. agreed yeah. mm-hmm. um they basically like have this conversation where Suen's like, you're going to teach me how to use that Terra Angriel if you don't need to be able to channel to use right. it. And Nynaeve's like, sure, but you have to let me study you. Mm-hmm. I And she's kind of like, I want to see if Stilling can be healed. And Suen's like, it can't. You right. know, if right. you don't help me, I'll tell them, you know, that you were pretending to be Aes Sedai. Right. Right. And then Nynaeve's right. like, oh, will you? Yeah. Oh, will you? <laughs> <laughs> Is that 
not what you're going to do. And she's like, well, if you do that, I'm not going to help you learn to use the ring. So they sort of have each other at this beautiful impasse where they're both so stubborn. And I love that they're like, all right, all right, you keep your secrets. I'll keep mine. Like, it's fine. We'll work together. Um, I love it. And then Soon being like, I hope my reign has managed to keep Egwene's backbone more supple than this. (laughs) LOL, Suen, you have no idea. And now let's end on a really freaking weird note. I could not even. So Elaine is like, okay, I need to talk to you about Rand. <laughs> uh, I did. Okay. So first she, she like goes with men and mm-hmm. she's like, what are you doing? And like <laughs> doing laundry. Don't ask. <laughs> Don't ask. <laughs> and, um, Elaine's like, we're going to stay. And and Min's like, I knew you would. And I liked, like, I just didn't think you would give up the chance to study. You were always eager and naive too, even if she wouldn't admit it. And I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, cute. Yeah. Like, that's like a really nice reason to make a decision, right? Right. Totally. I do also like this thing where she's like, uh, you all brought trouble with you. Like those three you brought with you are definitely trouble. (laughs) Yeah, like I know one of them's a plant. <laughs> um, and then Elaine is like, So you had a viewing about me and Rand, right? And Min's like, Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and she's like, You said that we're gonna fall in love. And she's like, No, I saw that you'd fall in love with him. I don't know what he feels for you. Like, damn. <laughs> Yes. Yes. And then, she, and Elaine's like, and there's going to be like somebody else I'll have to share him with. And then like, goes, yep, two, two. And one of them's me. Oh my God. So I awkward. Died. And then, but Elaine is like, oh, well that explains some things about men. Okay. But who's the third? <laughs> she just like skips did, right over that. I did kind of like it where she's just like going, this felt like Elaine to me. Like, okay, yeah. we're going to be pragmatic about this. Right. 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 Like yes. if this is the reality, men's viewings are true. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just need more information. Yes. And then I can start to process what that means. Yes. Yeah. And then it's like, I like you, but like, also I'm not going to give him up. And Elaine's like, well, I don't like the idea of sharing, but like, you know, here we are. We're Taverin. Like he's Taverin. We're just caught in the whirlpool. Like we'll work it out. And then there's this like moment where she's like, you don't know who the third is. And she's like, no, she has a temper. And then yeah. Elaine's like, don't worry. Avian's taking care of <laughs> I know. I know. Like, oh girl. Girl. <laughs> You don't even know. You don't even know. It's going to be so bad. I don't remember anything about like when no, it all comes me to neither. light. Me neither. But it's going to be a mess. <laughs> a hot mess. A hot garbage mess. <laughs> um, And so it sort of just <sighs> ends with like Elaine being like, okay, tell me everything. Like mm-hmm. what's going on? And she's in the meantime channeling to do all the chores, which everybody is like, don't but do I liked, that. I liked sort of the description of it, right? She she was used to her own strength now, mm-hmm. and it rarely occurred to her that she did these things without thinking that some full Aes Sedai could not do it all. Right. Like, right. I liked that. Yeah. Um, but of course, we have to end on like, but who was a third woman? Avienda better be keeping an eye on him. Oh, LOL. she is. <laughs> keeping a real strong eye. <laughs> so ridiculous. I'm that dick. Sorry. Uh, whoa. <laughs> regretted it. Regretted it as soon as I said it. We're not oh, editing regret. that out. That's staying in. We'll see That's how I staying feel. in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I mean, listen, it's so painful to read. We have to amuse ourselves somehow. Um, So much of this is so painful. I'm really nervous about the next book. I really, because we already know how bad he is at writing Perrin and Fail. And like you, we know because they're making such a big freaking deal about Davram Bashir that we're gonna go back to that plot line. I know. I and- just don't, I feel like I remember really enjoying the books at least up through seven and then getting a little frustrated mm. with the slogginess of it. Well, listen, I when I read this the first time, I didn't notice any of this misogynist claptrap. Um, yeah, we were babies. We were babies. I had a very proto-feminist understanding of the world. Yeah, that's true. I was still learning about these things. That's and true. And I, I definitely, definitely was not going to catch this stuff. No, and I haven't read them since I was in high school. Right. When we did our, when we read the final three, we, we did didn't recaps. reread everything. We, we reread the recaps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We read like the wikis so that yeah. we knew we didn't have time. So I'm 0% surprised that I did not remember hating it this much because I was a 12 year old. Of course I didn't know any better, but I am no longer, I am no longer 12. It is 27 years later and I have a a lot more opinions and life experience. Oh man. All right. Well, we'll see. We've got one more section left. Yes. Yeah. We'll see how this closes out again. There's this thing I swear to God has to happen in this book and it hasn't happened yet. So I don't know what's happening. All right. So we'll see. Uh, Yes. So keep an eye out for episodes every other Wednesday. We're back on our schedule. You can follow along occasionally. uh, Preeti especially will tweet while reading. uh, Hashtag Mm -hmm. Tarval and Orbust. And next episode, we are going to finish this book. Chapters 51 through 56. We'll see what happens. My goodness, and I'm still going to be asking for more Rand POV. (laughs) Until that ends, too. Um, And a big thank you to Brian Dunn, our fellow Wheel of Time fan and musician who created the amazing intro and outro tracks for this podcast. You can find more of his work at briandunnmusic.net. That's Brian with a one. Oh, (laughs) no, it's Brian. Damn it. So close. That's Brian with a Y and done with two N's. There it is. Oh, Brian, I'm sorry. It's all good. If you are enjoying this show, flubs and all, please do leave us a review and or rating on the podcast platform of your choice. You can put them up Podchaser, iTunes, which is Apple Podcasts now. I always forget. Spotify, whatever. Helps other people to find the show. We super appreciate seeing them come in. It makes us feel all warm and fuzzy inside. Uh, let's see. And in between shows, you can find us. I'm on social media at, uh, well, Twitter and Tumblr is at Jen IRL, J-E-N-N-I-R-L. Instagram is I am Jen IRL. And Preeti has a book coming out soon. Yes. Uh, yeah, you can. Okay, so exciting. You can pre-order my book, Spider-Man Social Dilemma. Uh, if you pre-order it from Little Shop of Stories in Decatur, you will get a signed copy. Uh, and then send me a, a confirmation and I will mail you a holographic sticker. And if you buy your books elsewhere or you're international, buy your books wherever you want, obviously, <laughs> um, just send me your confirmation and I'll send you a signed book plate and a sticker. So you have two ways to get signed books. Which the is stickers are awesome. amazing. They're so cute. They're, they're really like, cute. They're so cute. Uh, I have this whole stack on my desk. 
Um, there are limited though. So like get, get it in <laughs> soon. Cause I did not order like a whole ton. Um, and then in the meantime, you can also find me on social everywhere, uh, at run with skizzers, S K I Z Z E R S, but mostly on Tumblr and Twitter. Oh, and you can also find us on Patreon. <laughs> uh patreon.com slash tarval and our bust uh we have a lot of good time in our, our discord i feel like lots of jokes and people are very funny and smart mm-hmm. uh and so a huge thank you to our patrons holly b elizabeth m ryan m zach h eleanor justin h fred robin lisa d ian z jordan z greg g saga n Josh S. Robert J. Ben P. G. Todd. R. D. P. Footy. Ross P. Tobin T. Megan. David N. Ariel B. Amy A. Michael. Linnea M. Lindsay W. Julie. Danielle G. Dan B. John A. Clara H. Carly. Brendan O. Mary. Akil A, Caroline P, Joe E, James K, Mathis, Joseph S, Ryan M, Sarah R, Kelly T, Helen D, Joshua M, Michael D, Dre, M. Letham, Janae H, Jennifer P, Rio W, Christina G, Chaitali S, Charlie E, Arcade, Stephen S, James, Ruth A, Jetlag Jessica, Mandarb the girl, not the horse, David U, Amy R, Meridim, Mimi K, Amanda, Mark D, Heather J, Christina M, Malia H, Keith, Sirius G, Olivia K, Joshua S, Nicholas E, Michelle S, Michelle D, Destination Toast, MJ, Kat S, Jericho W, Saber Bouquet, Thomas K, Elizabeth F, Emily, Evans K, Ola J, Yulia S, Brian D. This episode is not the ending. There are neither beginnings nor endings to the Wheel of Time, but it is an ending. Bye.